Well, glad you could join us wherever you may be on this beautiful Sunday. Not just any Sunday. It's Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day to every mother out there. My mother, to the mother of your children, perhaps. My wife as well. To all the mothers out there. Happy Mother's Day. You guys want to send some love out there now? Yeah, my mom in Canada, Carol, and uh, obviously my wife, Kristen. So uh, we saw a lot of moms out here playing golf today, which was kind of cool. I was going to ask you, with the weather being as nice as it's been the last few days, I'm guessing it's been pretty active out here at Fox Hills. Well, today was my first day back in a week, and it was it was pretty active. Was it really? I uh, didn't yeah, even know. Yeah, that. yeah. Well, I was out, you know, in Las Vegas. If you can remember last last week when we talked, when my Leafs were still in the playoffs. <laughs> um, yeah, it was hot out there. It was like 95 every day. But um, yeah, but there. Was, I got to tell you this quick story. There's a cute little set of twins, little boys dressed perfectly, nice little clubs, and the mom and the the father were out here and. It was kind of cute. I was like, get, just just getting ready to say, and they were young. They must have been three, maybe four. And I said, I was just about ready to say Happy Mother's Day to the mom. This must be kind of fun, you know, I think. And all of a sudden, boom, the one kid hit the other kid in the face with the club. And I was like, oh, boy, I almost jinxed her. <laughs> but I was like, oh, no, here we go. It reminds you what moms have to put up with. I know, and I kind of felt like saying, it's okay. I appreciate you bringing them out, you <laughs> know. They're hitting that next to us, and I was just thinking, hopefully nothing like that would happen. But hopefully, hopefully they enjoyed a nice Mother's Day together, and kudos to them for coming out and sharing some time with the kids on the golf course. Our buddy BC here as well. What's up, BC? Uh, I don't know if you can hear me. It's kind of tough up here to get serviced, but I'm here. Yeah, we got you. Where where is here, BC? Just let everybody know. Parts unknown. I'm on the Osabo River huh. uh, at Gates Osabo Lodge. Tough Ross Common, north north of Ross Common. Are you in, in grain or down grain? <laughs> Casting uh, into the grain or down grain? Uh, you always cast uh, into the grain, so your smoke, your dirt, your dust never gets never affects the fish. So you always fish up grain and let it float nice. down grain. Nice. We had we had a little fishing story, BC and I. He tried to teach me how to fly fish a few times. And I went out there. I lost my patience in about 30 seconds. I don't know how you do this, man. I can't handle this at all. Grabbed a beer and I had a that's beer, that. but I couldn't cast very that's well. That. That's that. He was uh, tossing. You know, the... you know, too is. Go ahead. He was tossing the uh, the rod in the water and not the fly. It, it's, you know, <laughs> it's a. It took me a long time to learn how to fly. I, I learned to fly from my father, you know, as a kid, but. You know, it, it's about the only time in my life I'm patient. And my wife sitting over here probably say, yeah, that is the only time that you're patient. I mean, I go out there for hours. <laughs> never get a nipple, but that's not what it's about, you know? Yeah. 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 Uh, well, a lot of patient mothers out there. Right? Yes. Yeah. Oh, amen oh, to that. God. Isn't that the truth? <laughs> Jeez, oh, Pete. Yeah. yeah. Um, Mike Faye will be with us, I'm, I'm sure, shortly. Um, no doubt about that. Uh, Mike's got a lot of things going on in his life. You know, what's funny. I wanted to get to this right away. So we thought we had the conversation wrapped up last week in case you missed it. Uh, there was a list of, uh, the 25 best courses, right in the state. Mm -hmm. And boy, wouldn't you know it on Thursday, as a matter of fact, it was at 9 48 AM. I get a new top five courses from first BC 
And then Jordan follows it up as well. So I would be remiss if, if we didn't follow this up. And BC, as you said, per the list specifications, you guys decided to make a brand new top five list, if you will, in the state of Michigan. Ah, uh, yeah. You got to read it because I'm kind of. Uh, can you read that, Sean? Because I don't have it in front of me. Um, I don't want to act like I don't know, but that is that is. All right, I'm going to start. I'm going to start with uh, Jordan. Jordan, okay. is this in no particular order, or did you no, go no, one I through went, five? No, no, I went one through five. Okay. So I, I have Oakland Hills South one, Crystal Downs two, Franklin Hills three, Kingsley four, and then. My kind of outlier, and BC and I talked a little bit, I said the dunes. And the dunes uh, is a nine-hole facility, we'll call it. Um, BC knows a little bit more of the background than I do, but it's just a spectacular place on the west side of the state. Kind of nobody knows where it is, or not a lot of people know about it, but I just thought the experience was was really cool. It's in really good shape, and it's a really neat design golf course. And you have BC's top five there as well? Yeah, BC had uh, Indy. Do you remember it, BC, or do you want me to read them? I I don't I don't have it in front of me. Um, to, to be honest, okay. With you, I know it's it it would be Indian went old number one for sure. Yeah. Yep. Indian went um, old. And then he has Franklin Hills two, Crystal Downs three, Oakland Hills South four, and Wuskawan Club number Wus- five. Yeah, Wuskawan Club number five. That that's my that'd be my top five, but. I mean, per their specifications, I know some of the golf courses aren't in great shape, but they said architecture and design, based just based on that. I don't think anybody can beat the bones at Oakland Hills or at uh, Indian Wood Old. You guys, it's interesting looking at, at, at your lists, uh, both Franklin Hills and Crystal Downs at two and three on both your lists. Flip-flopped. Uh, Jordan has Crystal Downs at two. Uh, BC has Franklin Hills at two. But uh Interesting. Uh, you guys have a lot of the same courses, obviously, Franklin Hills, Crystal Downs and uh, Oakland Hills South. Interesting. Huh? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just just, you know, to me, especially for people out there, I'm going to use our fine producer, Mr. Rieger, as an example. You know, uh, you're a guy that likes to go out and golf. You you hear this and you're like, all right, I got to go try that one. Right. Because there's plenty of places here in the great state of Michigan to golf. Perhaps you haven't hit some of those courses. So always want to get that out there. A busy day in golf today, including uh, on the live where there was a delay for a while, but now they're back in action. So we are going to get to that. Also want to tell you coming up at 630, uh, man, it's, it's going to be here before you know it. It really is. Uh, we're not that far away from, well, Detroit's major. I'm, I'm going to keep saying that. The Rocket Mortgage Classic here. And obviously, uh, we, we're going to be out there for two hours on uh, that championship uh, Saturday. But part of it is uh, the John Shippen. And and we've uh, certainly been able to talk to winners of the John Shippen and talk about how, how this is an outstanding tournament as well. Uh, today, we are going to be chatting with Summer Woods, the tournament lead uh, for the John Shippen. I, I believe we've had Summer on before, right? Am, am, am I? Am I believe I, we have, yeah. Yeah, I, th- I think we've had Summer on before uh, to talk about that. So uh, that's part of the beauty of of coming up to what, you know, I'm going to keep saying is is Detroit's major, and we are not that far away. It is amazing. What? Seven weeks now, if my math's correct, seven weeks away from uh, Championship Sunday. 
So really, really looking forward to that. I will tell you about what's going on in some of the tournaments today. Obviously, Liv's got one going on. I know BC has had his eye on that down in Tulsa. Um, One of those, I don't know, sentimental favorites won today as well on Mother's Day. Jason Day. Yeah, and we need to talk about that. Talk about what is going on in the LPGA as well. But uh, right now we are up against a break. I will tell you we'll get to all of that and more. So glad you could join us wherever you may be on this Sunday night. Once again, happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there uh, from Fox Hills. It's a beautiful facility. Has anybody ever told you that, Jordan? This really is. It's yeah. a beautiful. You were working on a swing right before yeah. we went on? Yeah, we're just working on a little bit of a uh, driver draw there. Good. Yeah, for good, sure. Good, good, good. It is spin on golf on a Sunday night here on 760 WJR. Well, of course, we are about to embark on a uh, pretty good week as well. It's always fun when there is a major going on. And we thank our friends at uh, Rocket Mortgage for the Rocket Mortgage Classic, our major, but uh, the PGA Championship this week uh, from Oak Hill. So next week, programming note, is we are apt to do for uh, not only the majors on the PGA, (laughs) but Detroit's major as well. We have the two-hour show. Nice. Looking forward to it. Six Six to eight next week right here on 760 WJR. But in the meantime, Jordan, you were just saying during the break, and once again, congratulations to Jason Day. I know it had to have been an emotional win for him mm-hmm. to win on Mother's Day. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, he, he lost his uh, mother to cancer. But Jason Day holds on at the Byron Nelson with that $9.5 million purse. I remember when I was down with BC uh, at Bay Hill last year, he was there. And I've always admired him. I always say he's a nice guy, great character guy. I love his golf game. And he was hitting balls next to us. And I was like, wow, he's hasn't been playing very well lately. He's had some issues. And and then uh, boom, he was gone. And he was he, he withdrew. And that was the week his his mother passed or was sick. And then I eventually passed that later that that week. So yeah, I mean he was pretty close. The whole story there with him and it's it's pretty intricate. But um. You know, great to see him win. I, I would imagine that's his first win. I don't know in how long. I didn't look at the stats, but he shot nine under today. All right. And as I was thinking yesterday, I watched a little bit of the round um, on the plane, and and I saw Scheffler kind of falter a little bit. I mean, he he was in the bunker on 18 and has hit a nine iron or eight iron. He hit an eight iron right into the lip of the bunker, came right back to him, and then had a bad lie and had to like wedge out from there. Ended up getting up and down for bogey, but he had missed a bunch of putts kind of faltered and I thought well I wonder what it's going to take today to actually win you know the course has been garnering some low scores and I thought that maybe a a guy that's three or four back would have to shoot nine or ten under to win and sure enough nine under Jason Day 23 under beat Siwoo Kim who shot eight under and finished second at 22 under so yeah I mean Jason Day uh went from 32 to five on the FedEx Cup so that's pretty good. Um, this is, you know what, I, I could be official in a second if you let me count out loud. Mm-hmm. But some of the low scores, like you said today, I believe there were 463s and 262s on the course today at the Byron Nelson. Um, and, and excuse me for a second, I am going to fact mm-hmm. check myself. It is one, two, 
463. Yes, 463s and 262s. Wow. And I, Jeez, oh, and at, feet, one point, at one point yesterday, too, there were some names up there that I'm sure a lot of people, including myself, have never heard of before. Um, you know, Austin Eckroat. Uh, we know C.T. Pan and, and the guy named Scotty Scheffler for sure. But um, Doe, who was a leader, the leader today and actually ended up shooting four under and finished in T5, He's won three times on the um, on the Corn Ferry Tour, and you know, hey, pretty good four under. Not quite where he needed to be. Obviously, he needed to shoot seven to at least get in a playoff. Uh, but you're just seeing a lot of these guys. Vincent Norman was up there as well. Uh, these three guys, you know, are just beating it around on the Corn Ferry and with wins, and then they're transferring to the the regular tour with some success. So how about Scotty Scheffler? You got to be feeling good about yourself on Saturday. You come out, you shoot a 65 on Sunday and you lose two and three strokes to multiple golfers. I mean, that's how it went today. You know, anytime you go out and you shoot a 65, you know, you're thinking to yourself, okay, I'm going to finish that. This, this is my tournament. Not today. He lost two and three strokes to multiple guys because mm-hmm. They went out and shot 63 or 62. Ryan Palmer was right in the lead two shot uh, three under and dropped seven spots. So, mm. BC, any uh, comments on Scheffler? I don't know if you got a chance to watch any of it today or yesterday. No, I, I didn't see Scheffler, but uh, it's no surprise. It's close to a major that uh, some of the big names start playing well again. DJ and Live Tour and, you know, some mm-hmm. of the big players are playing again. Good again next week, but uh, we're close to a major, so guys start paying a little more attention. I've got a con- or a question for BC. Like, think about Sung Yul No shooting 61 in the first round. Following that up, I believe with the 74 in the second round. How do you explain that? The toughest round of golf is the like the toughest shot in golf <laughs> is right after a shank, yeah. and the toughest round of golf is after a low one. Um, and he lost his driver, so obviously didn't have the same driver the rest of the week either. He lost it, meaning his swing, or just lost it? Uh, it broke. It, 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 I think it caved in or it cracked during uh, oh, round geez. one. Wow. Yeah. Oh, that's it. You know what? You did. You texted us the other day. You you said, hey, is 11 under with a broken driver any good? Yeah. That's right. Yeah, good, yeah. good call. 60, 74, 73, 70, tied for 74th. Not bad. First to last. <laughs> With a 60. Okay. Jeez, man, I think I'm, I'm, I'm no sung you'll know, and I know how good he is, but I might have been able to shoot 74, 73, 70 in the last few days. Have you guys played there? Have, have you guys played there at uh, Craig Ranch, right? TPC Craig Ranch. BC, have you been there? No. Okay. No, I'm, I'm not a Texas fan, period. BC, I'm sure you've been keeping your eye on uh, Oklahoma. Uh, broken arrow. Uh, what what can yeah. you tell us about what you've seen uh, in in the uh, Invitational down in Tulsa? Well, here we are again. We got uh, DJ leading the event right now. I believe still DJ. Yep. Um, James is James is uh, cruising in at three under, so he's in thirty second place. But um, yeah, like I said, the cream of the crop always comes to the top real close to majors, and this is no exception here. Here's DJ. Right near the top. Yeah, you got, um, got Go ahead. Cam Smith now is leading. Yeah. Come to think of it. Yep, there's Cam Eight Smith. Eight under. Eight yeah. under with three to go. Cam Smith leads by one. DJ had a triple. 
a few holes back. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my mine didn't update. You got you got. Uh, well, that's because you've got the the yeah, bad I, Wi-Fi. I have the, <laughs> the bad Wi-Fi and, the, and ESPN, which hasn't updated it as well. Yeah. So no, it it is amazing. The cream the cream does tend to rise to the top yeah, near, near major time. Doesn't Watson, it? DeChambeau, Kepka, Varner, Grace, DJ, and Cam Smith. All those guys are major contenders. Oh, yeah, just two holes to go. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we'll we'll get in some LPGA as well at last check. I want to make sure this is up to date. We can go there if you want. Yes, uh, Minji Lee has a one-stroke lead at the Cognizant Founders Cup. Uh, they are through. She is through 14. Well, 15 if you're on my computer, yeah. but 14 See? or 13 if you're yours. <laughs> it's a damn Wi-Fi again, right? <laughs> Just say, if all else fails, blame it on the Wi-Fi, right? Yeah. But she still one-stroke lead. Uh, she is leading by two. Okay. She's leading by two. I got fourteen under. Thirteen under is Young Ko. Young Ko, and then Ashley Buhai is uh, solo third at eleven. So yeah, they've got three holes to go, and you know that Minji Lee, she's pretty good. She's got a beautiful swing, and uh, obviously very very talented. Good putter. Very good. Um, while we have a second before we talk to our guest, and, and again, we'll be talking uh, uh, the John Shippen with uh, Summer Woods coming up in just a couple minutes. Uh, looking ahead to the PGA Championship next week, uh, once again, starting Thursday, going through Sunday, we'll have a two-hour show uh, next weekend, Spin on Golf at Oak Hill. Anything jump out to you guys? I predicted Kepka would, would maybe step up and win. I know that's kind of a... Not a very big out street out. What do you want to reach out? But uh, I don't know. That's my pick. Rom and Scheffler are co-favorites according to the latest. Uh, now they could be outdated, knowing the Wi-Fi. <laughs> yeah. But no, Rom, Rom and Scheffler co-favorites at nine to two. Rory at twelve to one. Uh, Jordan Spieth eighteen to one. Brooks Kepka nineteen to one. BC. Oak Hill. Oof. Oof. What a brute. I played the yeah. 19 senior PGA there. I played two rounds there. Uh, <laughs> two is better than zero. Standard operating procedure, but let me tell you what. If if I, I can't foresee double digits winning that event, I, I can't see it. That is one big brute. And Gil Hans, or, uh, Andrew Green just retouched it up uh, two years ago, so it's going to be ready for these guys. The Greens, they said, are already firmed up. Um, and the rough is, of course, up. So good luck at that place. That's that's worthy of a major. And, that, and, and to me, that's number one in the, in the United States. That's the best golf course I've played in the country. Mm. No, no doubt about that. Well, listen, uh, uh, Rieger, you, you Spieth, Spieth has an injury? Yeah. Oh. Oh, interesting. Yes, that that might change the odds to be sure. Uh don't go anywhere. We are going to be talking about uh part of what makes uh the Rocket Mortgage Classic our major. The John Shippen is a big part of it and we are going to be talking to a special guest when we come back as a matter of fact. Summer Woods, the tournament lead for the John Shippen. We'll be chatting about that fantastic part of our major Rocket Mortgage Classic right here on Spin on Golf on a Sunday night, 760 WJR. 
Come back in. It is Spin on Golf here on a Sunday night. Uh, as mentioned, seven weeks away from Championship Sunday for Detroit's major. Can't thank our friends at Rocket Mortgage enough for being a sponsor of this show and bringing that major, uh, the Rocket Mortgage Classic, to Detroit. Really looking forward to it, as always, in our two-hour show. And, you know, part of the beautiful thing about this is the lead-up to it. There are so many cool things that happen leading up to it. And one of them has uh, been in place now for three years, kindly joining us. Always love to hear about this tournament. Summer Woods, tournament lead for the John Shippen, kindly joining us here on Spin on Golf. First of all, Summer, really appreciate you taking the time. Thanks so much for joining us here on Spin on Golf. How are you? I'm awesome. Thanks for having me. You know, Summer, as I mentioned, you know, what's so cool about this event are the many events leading up to, uh, sorry to use a food term, but the main course. And, of course, the Rocket Mortgage Classic is the main course, but there are so many great events leading up to it. Certainly one of them is the John Shippen. And let me just start here, Summer. I'm sure most people know, but I think it's important to mention who exactly was John Shippen. So John Shippen was the first American-born golf professional um, who happened to be um, black. He, he was a black man, and he actually played in the second U.S. Open in 1896 at Shinnecock Hills. And so the history of who he was as the first golf professional, um, as well as he was an inventor, um, you know, a, in terms of a golf club manufacturer, designer. So we felt as if we, when we talk about this event and what it's about to uplift the legacy of John Shipp and who he was and who he is. A lot of times people don't know his legacy and, and what he has the impact on the game. So that's who John Shippen was. Yeah, no doubt about that. And certainly in the golf community, uh, a very, very important name. Now for listeners that have been following on uh, the John Shippen social media, keeping up with what's going on. I think people already know the first event in the series was this past Monday. Congratulations to 31-year-old Paige Crawford, won the John Shippen uh, Cognizant Cup, earning an exemption in the LPGA Cognizant Founders Cup. That's what's really cool about this uh, for somebody like Paige is, Summer, this is this is her first LPGA event. It's got to mean so much, this opportunity. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, when we started this event in 2021, as you mentioned, uh, my company was in Watson Protection Intersport, who owns and operates and, and produces uh, Rocket Mortgage. We really wanted to create something that would be able to address a couple of things, right? We wanted to re- address the lack of representation of top black men and women golfers to be able to have opportunity for the LPGA Tour and the PGA Tour, and also to be able to expose um, uh, students and people of color to the business side. And so the first of the series, as you talked about with the women, was a part of that, right? That was an opportunity when we first started this event was to use the assets of player exemptions for the, you know, the, our sponsors such as Cognizant that said, hey, we have this player exemption. We want to be able to use it for the shipping. And that's what we did. And so we had an event um, in Upper Montclair, the country club in New Jersey, um, which was a great, great event for Paige that competed against um, some other uh, top black amateurs and, and professionals. And, uh, you know, she definitely got a taste of it. She had a lot of her nerves were kind of jittery. Um, but shout out to Paige. This is her first year full-time playing mm. golf, right? And we know that we think about this golf, you know, think about this industry and this profession, 
most people think about professionals like the NBA or the NFL when you're getting paid to do this. They are truly entrepreneurs. Like they don't get paid. They got to pay to literally do their job. So this was an opportunity for Paige to, to you know, hopefully to propel and start her off for her LPGA Tour journey. Summer Jordan here. Uh, you know, just give our listeners an idea or a picture. How many men will play? How many women will play? And and again, we're we're advancing one, or are we advancing two? Uh, just just yep, lay so, that out for us. Yeah, absolutely. So we started with in Jersey with the one. You know, we talk about our lead up mm-hmm. events, and then we have our other one in Grand Rapids, which is going to be another event for women. Uh, we have about 16 women that potentially will be in the field that we'll be announcing soon. Um, and they will be actually uh, playing for an opportunity for two exemptions. One for the Meyer, uh, Meyer LPGA uh, event that's there at uh, Blyfield Country Club and on the mm-hmm. west side of the state. Um, shout out to Meyer for that as well as the Dow Invitational in Midland. So the women are playing for two more opportunities, and the men um, probably have a field of about 18 to 20 uh, men, again, professionals and amateurs, that will be playing in Detroit at the Detroit Golf Club for one exemption to the Rocket Mortgage Golf Classic. Now the Dow is a team event. So what happens if one of the girls wins? She gets to invite anybody she wants, her closest friend? She does. She actually gets the opportunity <laughs> to, uh, she does, right? She gets them. We, yeah. All we ask is that it's somebody who was a John Shippen alum, so it could be somebody who's played in 2021 um, or somebody who's playing this year. So that's all that we ask, that whoever they select. And last year was a great selection. Sadina Park uh, won last year, and she teamed up with Anita Wadia, um, and they went and, and did their thing. They made the cut, made a little money that weekend, so it wasn't a bad day in the office for them as they took a paycheck leaving that event. So hopefully that is our goal again this year, um, that we want our players to be able to be, you know, successful and put a little money in their pockets as well. Summer Woods kindly joining us, the tournament lead for uh, the John Shippen. Uh, Certainly a big part of what we affectionately refer to as uh, Michigan's major. You know what's interesting about this is, is, is when you take a look at some of the people that have played in this, some of the men and women who have played in, in some of the previous John Shippen events, there are some people that kind of use this as a launching pad, you know, that, that are out there making some waves now. Can you talk on that a little bit, Summer? Yeah, absolutely. You know, our uh, our our first uh, champion in 2021, our inaugural year, was Tim O'Neill, who actually um, really gonna was mention you know, him. doing this thing. Super talented. Didn't quite make it on the PGA Tour, but he is doing his thing on the Champions Tour. We're so proud of him. Um, he actually, I think, last time I checked, I haven't checked in a minute, but I saw that he was looking to be in the top 10 uh, for a Champions Tour event this year. He was uh, for this week. Last week, he was top 10. So, yeah. Tim O'Neill doing his thing. We're so proud of him. Um, we also have Willie Mack, you know, representing uh, Bedrock, Flint, Michigan. Uh, that's on the mm-hmm. Corn Ferry Tour and, and doing his thing. And, and Quinn Riley, who graduated from Duke University last year. I mean, so we definitely have some amazing men. Wyatt Worthington, um, Wyatt just qualified for the PGA Championship about a week ago, um, who's also a PGA a PGA member. So we're, we're very <laughs> excited that we're able to provide some opportunities for some of these great golfers for sure. Well, you know, this is interesting. It's been a pleasure to talk with, with you and others about this the last few years. And I think it goes without saying how important this is, but let's say it anyway. Uh, Summer, as the tournament lead on this, uh, why is the John Shippen just so important? Not not just to you, but I I think to golf in general. 
Yeah, I mean it, it. It is right when you look at the sport. Uh, we've just we, we've been involved. We've been a part. I mean, we got some players that can play, but we also when we think about this, you know, think about this game and understand where we've been and where we are. We've definitely made some headway, but unfortunately, some of that history plays out, right? And it's played out in different ways that uh, sometimes those barriers have been put in place. That our goal is to be able to eliminate those barriers in order to really talk about what it is and, and what's taking place and how we can change it. So it's not only, you know, when we think about a John Shippen who was, you know, was one of the first disruptors within this space, that's our goal within this space is to continue to talk about what it is, um, how we can change the game and how we can continue to create opportunities through on the golf course as well as outside the golf course with our business summit as well. Well, it's going to be here before you know it. And it's certainly a special, special thing that uh, we've been talking about we're going to continue to talk about and certainly we're grateful crazy, for somebody like you uh, guys know summer. It. summer's crazy yeah absolutely uh, hey summer one last thing before we let you go i would be remiss if, if we didn't ask you is there anything else that we need to get out there what else would you like the people to know about this outstanding tournament we would love for people to come and join us on our on our community day, which is June 25th. Um, it'll be, you know, we'll have complimentary parking. The, the admissions is going to be free to come out and to see the golf course before you, you can see it. It's like a preview um, of what's, the, what's going to take place for the Rocket Mortgage Golf Classic. But most importantly, to come see some talented uh, golfers out there on, the, you know, on that Sunday, June 25th. So we hope everyone can come out and join us and log on to our website, the John Shippen dot com to learn more and uh we continue your support and continue all to, to spread the word for uh people to come out and support us hopefully on june 25th as well well summer if there's anything we can do to that end do not hesitate to reach out to any of us i, I think i can speak for all the the boys here uh anything we can do to help we'd love to uh, continued success to you and we're really looking forward to it once again all right thanks fellas i appreciate the time today all right, Summer Woods, the tournament lead for the John Shippen, kindly joining us. Uh, both Jordan and BC, uh, I'd love to get your thoughts on how important this is. Of course, we have the P-O-W coming up as well. I think he's raring to go. When, when you hear that noise, that means he's raring to go. Uh, Mr. Rieger on site, appreciate everything you do. Blake and Parker back at the studio, thank you guys as well. One more segment to do. How about this? To go. Don't go anywhere. Spin on golf on a Sunday night here on 760 WJR. Very good. Very good. Uh-huh. Yeah, I know we've talked to her before, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, it is creeping up on us, uh, Detroit's major, uh, and it's always fun hanging out with these guys. We all tend to get there a little bit early on uh, that championship Sunday. Hang there a little bit late as well. Uh, but as we mentioned, and, and BC, I know uh, you were talking about it during the break. Uh, Summer has done a fantastic job with the John Shippen, and that is just a huge event that, that really has become hand-in-hand hand with everything that's going on mm -hmm. with the Rocket Mortgage Classic. I mean, once again, here we are talking about this whole thing, this whole monstrosity that Danny Gilbert started. You know, it's, it, you know, kind of, you know, someone cares about Detroit. So that, that that gets my ear and gets my heart, number one. 
And uh, you know, the golf ball knows no color, period. I want the best players in the field. I don't care who they are. I don't care what color they are. I don't care what background. I want the best players in the field. And I think Danny Gilbert's doing a great job with his team is trying to identify the best players, you know, to get into his fields. No doubt about that. Uh, Jordan, I know you were uh, keeping an eye on some things and some things changed since we last chatted about it. Yeah, I just wanted to mention the uh, Champions Tour. and Steve Stricker wins uh, minus seven today, 23 under, wins by six. Some notables, Carlson was second, six back, along with Els, uh, six back. Jerry Kelly, Patrick Harrington, Marco Dawson, who actually played with last year about a year ago today. Um, Tim O'Neill was mentioned at T11. And then, uh, you know, it was interesting, BC brought up some interesting points. You know, depending on how you finish, traditionally on the PGA Tour, I I believe if, if you're top 10, you get in the following week. I think it's top five champions uh, you get in the, the next week. BC, tell us the, the difference between maybe the two. I don't know what it's like on the LPGA Tour, but I do know that we have a pretty good beat on the uh, PGA and champions. Yeah, the PGA Tour, it's a top 10 in both. Um, if you finish in the top 10 as a non-member, they will grant you privilege of playing the next week you'll get a spot in that. And they, they're taking out of the Monday qualifier spot now, so it'll be a three-spotter that following Monday mm-hmm. if, it is, if it is an open event. But the Champions Tour, it's funny because the number one um, ranking on the, on the Champions Tour is money list from the PGA Tour. So a guy like Rob LeBritz or, or even a Tom Gillis could get a top – he's not a fully exempt player – he could get a top 10, but a guy that was ahead of him on the money list on the PGA Tour, that's another non-exempt player, would go ahead of him. Well, and how about even finish- Marco Dawson, who was T5 this week? Um, I don't know what his status is. I think I think Marco's okay from um, legendary status. Uh, I think he's okay, but if not, he's good next week. He has way. three tour wins. Yeah, that'll uh, he's do it. played 414 events. He's made 215 of 414 cuts made. Uh, his official money earnings is is four million three hundred forty thousand. I don't see his ranking. You said it's by money. It it it's by money, but he's got three wins. That mm. that goes along with it and cuts. You know, how many cuts? 215. Yeah, he's good. 15. Yeah. Okay. Yep, he's good. He'd be fully exempt. All right, we only have a few minutes left, and I have a feeling that uh, since we have two POWs, uh, I'll be the soft lead in. The, the boys are going to need every up. second to get it out there. So, uh, Jordan, so I'm intrigued. Jordan, you you were a little emphatic. That you I'm going to be the today. soft fluffer for BC, and uh, <laughs> you know, I I came in town last night on a nice first class ticket on the way home for a few days with my wife from Vegas, and I was a little tired. Uh, I didn't abuse the first class people. I didn't have a drink. I didn't even move. I just chilled. We got in early and we wait and we wait and we wait. So we get in at 620 and our bags get in at about 720. Which, okay, it's about the third time in a row. Well, guess what? We have three bags. Only two come. So you know that death walk you make to baggage yes yeah okay so i go in there actually i send my wife in there because she's a little nicer at least for the first 30 seconds i don't have patience 
go in there, and the attendant there is my official punk of the week. That person should not be working for Delta. I told her that. The most rude person I've ever dealt with as a high-ranking member of Delta's Platinum Elite Diamond, I felt like a piece of S, a POS. So that bag ended up coming two hours later. I actually got an Uber home and took my car back and grabbed it off the thing, and she couldn't get off her seat or be nice enough to check it out for us. She said, too bad, you'll just have to wait. Oh, That is my punk of the week, and I am... With the priority tag on it. Tell, dude. Oh, yeah. I'm still pissed. I can tell looking at you. My wife was even pissed. BC, you should see him. Jordan. Jordan's pretty ticked off. I was pissed. I I don't blame him. The Leafs lost. It's a nonstop flight, for God's sakes. How do you lose a bag? I can't finish Yeah, don't get me started. Delta, check your staff. and Oh, yeah, check your uh, review of the trip. How was your trip? You know what? And it's tough on those people because – they're dealing with people like you that are frustrated, but you're making it a hundred times polite. worse. You're making it a hundred times worse when you're a jerk. Yeah. So sorry times. to cut in for your time. BC, all right, BC, but... no. all you. Let me tell you something. <laughs> this crap down at the border is oh. starting to affect golf. Now I'm getting pissed. You know, when people are losing their jobs on a golf course down near the border lines, not cool. Not cool, Joe. Not cool at all. That was one good thing about our past presidents. Past presidents, they played golf, and they took care of golf, and they made sure golf was okay. But you know what? This jackass, and I hope I can say that online, this jackass donkey guy can't tie his own shoe, number one, let alone stop people from coming in our country. So better yet, he sends buses over there and just brings them over here. Now, you know what? This is a big deal. For the people down near the border, golf courses especially. Now I'm upset. This guy is my punk of the week, Joe Biden. Punk. Oh, man. I have a feeling there are a few guys that are going to agree with that for a myriad of reasons as well. It's just unbelievable. It is unbelievable. I. I, (laughs) Sorry. No, I'm going to. <laughs> I, I cannot believe more people aren't talking about it. I, I, I honestly I can't believe this. I, you know it, it really is. Okay. It's mind numbing. I'm going to make my first political statement. Oh, boy. And I'm not even a citizen. Yeah. I'm a Canadian. Right. I'm a Leafs fan. But if, if, if this was, heaven forbid, a, a year after 9-11, this would not be happening. Mm-hmm. How can no. we allow this many people across the border? I, hey, what I don't get is there's... Canadians that want to come across and pay taxes, but we have a quota system. Yeah, well, they're the not much smarter up there either. I'll tell you that. Well, they'll at least come here and work. They'll you say, know? "Oh, sorry, oh, we'll pay you." Here you go. Yeah, <laughs> I, I can't talk about this. But <laughs> Joe Biden. Imagine the imagine the audacity. Imagine the audacity of asking somebody to come to our country and be legal. I just, it's boy, how could you do such a horrible, terrible thing? Be legal. What's no, wrong I with I have to that? be legal. Be legal. I have to be legal. You got to jump through hoops, Thank you for man. that, BC. Thank you. I'm so glad we could all go off a little bit on that. <laughs> oh, I appreciate it. All right. Hey, uh, two-hour show next week. Major. Major. Looking forward to it. PGA Championship. Uh, Rieger, oh, yeah. thank you. Parker, thank you. Uh, Blake, thank you. Thank you, most importantly, for listening wherever you may be. Spin on golf.
Until next Sunday, Sean Belegian for everybody saying have a great week.